the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. I've said it repeatedly. The liberal progressive left focuses on division. They feed on division. They thrive on division. They desire division. They encourage division. I'll share with you why this is becoming so prominent and in your face. Hey, welcome to Bobberty Live. It is the four o'clock hour. And my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. What I'm going to share with you in the next uh, several minutes is certainly controversial, but I believe it is absolutely factual, okay? And if you would like to discuss it, please give me a call, 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Here is a headline from one of our local TV stations. NFL to perform Black National Anthem alongside Star Spangled Banner at Super Bowl 58. Now, just think about that headline. Let me read it to you again. NFL to perform Black National Anthem alongside Star Spangled Banner at Super Bowl 58. What is the implication there? Well, there's the Star Spangled Banner. That's a song. And then there's the Black National Anthem. They don't refer to the Star Spangled Banner as the National Anthem. Uh, Isn't that interesting? Headline Las Vegas, Super Bowl 58, will feature a performance of Lift Every Voice and Sing, dubbed the Black National Anthem, alongside performances of the Star Spangled Banner and America the Beautiful, the NFL announced last Thursday. Performing the song will be R&B singer Andra Day, who is best known for, you know, so on. Peace and blessings, performing the anthem at the Super Bowl, y'all. Grateful, thank you, Day told her more than 300,000 followers. And again, I'm quoting, In 1919, the song was dubbed the Negro National Anthem by the NAACP and went on to be commonly called the Black National Anthem. The story goes on and says, Columbia professor Shauna Redman told news outlets, the song aims to fill in gaps 
and the unifying message of the Star Spangled Banner. Isn't it interesting? This entire story, not the national anthem, Star Spangled Banner. Not the national anthem. There's the black national anthem, and then there's the Star Spangled Banner. Anyway, this uh, professor said, the national anthem was missing something, was missing a radical history of inclusion, was missing an investment in radical visions of the future of equality of parity. Lift every voice and sing became a counterpoint to these types of absences and elisions. I'm not sure what elisions are. I should look that up. E-L-I-S-I-O-N-S. I have no idea what that is. But anyway, now I want to make something very clear. The words of, uh, what is it, lift every voice and sing, are beautiful. I have no problem with the words. They're actually quite inspiring. I don't find anything wrong with the words. My problem is the declaration that we have two national anthems. Here is the very, very strong implication. White people have their national anthem and black people have their national anthem. What does that imply? Two nations. Now, stick with me. Oh, Bob, you're getting ridiculous. No, I'm not ridiculous. If you have a white national anthem and a black national anthem, you are implying, hello, national anthem? You are implying two nations. And that's why this is so serious. The popularization of the so-called Black National Anthem is directly related to Black nationalism. Now, hang with me, all right? I'm going to prove to you what I'm telling you. It's going to take me a few minutes. I'm going to have to go to the break and then after the break, but hang with me. I can prove it to you. Black nationalism began as a movement to have a completely separate black nation. Let me read to you from the uh, Britannica Encyclopedia online. Okay? Quote, Black nationalism, political and social movement prominent in the 1960s and early 1970s, gained popularity among black Americans. The movement sought to acquire economic power and to infuse among black people a sense of community and group feeling. Fine, that's great, but I'm not finished. The roots of black nationalism can be traced to Marcus Garvey's Universal Negro Improvement Association of the 1920s. Did you read where I said that the black national anthem was declared to be the black national anthem back in 1919? Yeah, this is all interrelated. The black national anthem, the Universal Negro Improvement Association. Quote, many adherents to black nationalism assumed the eventual creation of a separate black nation. 
As an alternative to being assimilated by a predominantly white America, black nationalists sought to maintain and promote their separate identity as a people of black ancestry. They came up with program with slogans like Black Power, originated by the activist Stokely Carmichael, and Black is Beautiful, etc., etc., etc. All right. The Black National Anthem is rooted deeply in Black nationalism. Black nationalism, in its origins, there are roots all the way back to the 1920s. It really became popular in the 60s and the 70s by radicals. Not people like Martin Luther King Jr., No, 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 no. Martin Luther King Jr. was anything but a black nationalist. In fact, he would have condemned black nationalism. He wanted blacks and whites to live together peacefully, to assimilate, to be one people where we would not judge a person's by the color of their skin, but by their character. This is not the desire of the Civil Rights Movement under the direction of Martin Luther King Jr. and others. These were radical black nationalists. One of those at the very top of the food chain was a guy named Ron Karinga. Yeah, Ron Karinga. He's no longer named Ron Karinga. He's changed his name three times. Now his name is Milana Karinga, the originator of Kwanzaa. Hmm. Black National Anthem has a connection to Kwanzaa, has a connection to a guy named Ron Karinga who changed his name to Milana Karinga. Yeah. Hang with me. We're going to go into the weeds a little bit, but I think it'll be worth it if you just hang with me. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE. We'll be back. Okay, so what's the big deal? At the Super Bowl, they're going to sing the Black National Anthem. Is it really a big deal? Yeah, it it really is. And it falls right into the plan of the liberal progressive left to divide us. This is their ultimate desire, to divide us. That's how they stay in power. If they can divide us economically, socially, and racially, they will do it. All right. We have one national anthem. That's it. There is no such thing as a black national anthem and a white national anthem. Now, this song, Rise Up and Sing, it's beautiful. I have no problem with the words. What I have a problem with is the designation that this is an anthem for a black nation. 
All right. As I said before the break, all of this thing about a black national anthem began all the way back in the 1920s, 1919. Then the black national movement began uh, to gain steam in the 1960s, the 1970s. You don't hear as much about it today, but it has not gone away. Which brings me to Milana Karinga, who was born Rodney or Ronald McKinley Everett, then changed his name to Ron Karinga, and then changed his name to Milana Karinga. And he is the inventor of Kwanzaa. Now, if you think that Kwanzaa is an ancient tradition from Africa, you could not be further from the truth. People in Africa never have celebrated Kwanzaa. It has nothing to do with Africa. And if you don't believe me, check it out. Uh, He invented Kwanzaa in 1966. Um, Let me read again from uh, the encyclopedia. In 1965, Karinga and Hakeem Jamal co-founded the Black Nationalist Group U.S. Organization, which became involved with violent clashes with the Black Panther Party. He was involved in violent radicalism. Then in 1971, he was convicted of felony assault, torture, and false imprisonment of women his own followers. Yeah, he was convicted, put to prison for torturing his own followers. Gail Davis, one of those that was tortured, Gail Davis and uh, Deborah Jones were whipped with an electrical cord, beaten with a karate baton after being ordered to remove all their clothes. They testified that a hot soldering iron was placed in Miss Davis' mouth placed against Miss Davis' face, and that one of her own big toes was tightened in a vice. Karinga, head of U.S., uh, what was the name of it, U.S., whatever, uh, put detergent and running hoses in their mouths. They were also hit on the heads with toasters and hammers, and as a result, he was sentenced to prison in 1971. Obviously, he got out when he got out. He uh, became an academic, still an activist, and invented Kwanzaa. Now, hang with me. I read to you from the Kwanzaa Information Center. This is not from some kooky right-wing racist white supremacist site. This is from the Kwanzaa folks. This is from the Kwanzaa Information Center. Quote, The origin of the flag of Pan-Africanism, or black nationalism, has several colors. Okay, this is all tied with black nationalism because they have their own flag. All right? They have their own flag. And Kwanzaa is a part of this. Quote, red is for the blood, black is for the black people, green is for the land. Listen carefully. Red, or the blood, stands as the top of all things. We lost our land through blood, and we cannot gain it except through blood. We must redeem our lives through the blood. Without the shedding of blood, there can be no redemption of this race. However, the bloodshed and sorrow will not last always. The red significantly stands in our flag as a reminder of the truth of history and that men must gain and keep their liberty even at 
the risk of bloodshed. Yeah, when you see the black flag, black national flag, you see it all over. The red stands for shedding of blood to get their own nation. Uh, The black is in the middle. The black man in this hemisphere has yet to obtain land, which is represented by the green. The acquisition of land is the highest and noblest aspiration for the black man on this continent, since without land there could be no freedom, justice, independence, or equality. And then it goes on and on and on, talks about how they're going to get land and establish their own nation. Quote, In addition, with the formation of the Republic of New Africa, it has become the the symbol of devotion for African people in America to establish an independent African nation on the North American continent. The colors were not chosen at any limited convention of black persons, but have been in centuries past and are now the emblem of true black hope and pride as embodied in all theories of pan-Africanism and black nationalism. Therefore, we pledge allegiance to the red, black, and green, our flag, the symbol of our eternal struggle, and to the land we must obtain, one nation of black people, with one God of us all totally united in the struggle for black love, black freedom, and black self-determination. Hmm. This is black nationalism. Now, does that mean that everybody that stands and sings the black national anthem wants to overthrow the government and with bloodshed form their own black nation here on the American continent? Of course not. But that's the ultimate desire. That is the root And I don't have time, I was going to, but that is basically what Kwanzaa is all about. It is, it has been given birth by the black nationalists as an alternative to Christmas because Ron Kuinga is a secular humanist. He's basically an atheist. And he wanted to give black people an alternative to that whole Jesus thing, which he didn't believe in. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.